Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffle. This is your favourite fact podcast, and would you look at that, as promised, we are back once again. My name is Dan. Altogether, we have nine facts that we have dived through the internet to research. You need to decide whether they are worth remembering at all. On my end, I've got stuff about poison, about debts, and about people who love cows or think they're cows we'll find out more mark is also here this week for you i've got ants i've got flags and something about pineapples <laughs> my name's mark and i love pineapples here on your radio it's baffled fm connor what do you got baffled fm uh, we're going to be talking about why it wasn't a good idea to once upon a time grow a beard uh lookalikes and do they actually look alike and famous people's real names <laughs> What I enjoyed, very quickly before we move on, is you went to ask your nice little lookalike question, but then kind of forgot what it was halfway Yeah, I sort of was talking and was like, I can't remember what I said, but anyway, on with the show. It's going to be a good one. There we go. Stay there for Baffled. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, lookalikes, will we find out if lookalikes look alike? It's a real all? good fact, actually. It completely, yeah, I was you, nuts. You've undersold it. I've, I've, yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure you'll rip it apart. We'll give it some time, eh? Hey. I'm sure you will. You'll go deep into it. Oh, well, do you know, is it actually the real thing or have you said it wrong? It'll be that. I am sometimes worried. Mm. Only sometimes. Sometimes I am worried that in our endeavouring pursuit to get new listeners and new fact fans yeah. and new... You know, new lovers of the Baffled Boys. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, well, that needs to stop, just to let you know. <laughs> what? what Baffled Boys. Baffled we are boys, we yeah. are boys. No, yeah, but it's, it, makes us, it makes us sound like we're a bunch of hard nuts. But we're not. No, I'm I'm picturing more 90s boy band. Right, wonderful. You know, backward cat, baggy pants. Yeah. yeah. Friend of the show, Jay from Five. Scott from Five. Scott from Five, but <laughs> it's so close. I'm sure he'll be happy about that. He listens. Friend of the show, Scott from Five. Scott from Five. You sure you don't mean Jay that you just said a minute ago? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. It's just, I don't know. All the same, mate. There were so many. There were five of them. All the same. Copy and paste. How are you meant to remember them? Copy and paste, eh? There we go. No. Scott was the one that really stood out. Yeah, for you, was he? Just reining back any little bit of respect you've got. We're getting too deep into like a strange 90s boy band hole that many of the listeners won't understand. Uh, He wants to come on the show. Listen to it if you can. We're going to bring you nine facts. It's your job to decide whether they are worth remembering at all. Connor, you've been very excited for all of yours, so take it away. I'm going to start with the lookalike fact. Charlie Chaplin once lost a Charlie Chaplin lookalike competition. I feel like the judges weren't doing their job. <laughs> so do I. So this is 1975, a few years before he passed away. He entered into that lookalike contest in France. He came third, not first. A theory as to why he didn't win is that he had blue eyes that couldn't be seen in black and white, so the judges didn't recognise him. What were they hoping for? That he'd have black and white eyes? Sorry, sorry, sir, you've well, turned up in colour. I'm afraid he only exists in a black and white world. I have another theory. I'm sure that you'll tell me this theory is nonsense, but could it have been that maybe they had a picture in their head of what Charlie Chaplin looked like previous to the age of which he was when the competition happened? Maybe maybe he was too old. Yeah, Yeah, you know, maybe he looked a little bit different, but he came third. I feel like this fact is is old as time. 
Yeah. I feel like I've heard so many people tell me this fact. Yeah, yeah, it's a great fact. I never knew it until this. I wanted to share it with everyone because I think it is a good one. It's really? funny. Really? That's very interesting. Yeah, I'd never heard it before, but I know that it's a very, very famous fact. I think I think he's like known for this too. Like it has been spoken about of a lot. Of all the things Charlie Chaplin is known <laughs> no, for. No, but as you know, mostly think, he's known for coming third in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. This is quite rounds. widely known, isn't it? I yeah. believe. I think it's probably, as you say, because people have in their mind what Charlie Chaplin looks like, and maybe that was a bit earlier than 1975. And then you've got people who have come to this lookalike competition yeah. dressed very stereotypically as Charlie Chaplin. Absolutely, yeah. Didn't Hitler model his moustache on Charlie Chaplin? Did he? I think that's the thing. Extra bonus fact for you there. We like to do Hitler that. Hitler actually came fourth in that competition. Oh, that's <laughs> a shame. Right. Yeah. Do you know what as well, though? There is definitely a point, isn't there, where when he comes third, you'd be like, I am... Charlie Chaplin and he'd be like no you're not of course you are mate of course you yeah. are keep All believing right. come yeah. on next time you get first come on mate I think the question you do need to ask is why has this man got nothing better on than to enter a lookalike competition for himself but say, was he there and it happened to be on and he went oh I'll enter that that'll be funny or did he genuinely travel to France to take part in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest I ran a few too many down the pub if I was famous and I was with the boys and there was a lookalike Connor Knight competition, they might be like, what an That's always lookalike competition. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be good. Kevin De Bruyne, Ed Sheeran and Leonardo DiCaprio. You could have gone for anyone would else. Would not win any of the competitions. I'm trying to think nothing who you, like us. Yeah, I'm trying to think who you do look like. Uh, I look a little bit like, and this is for the UK listeners, a little bit sort of if I was 20 years older, Adrian Charles. Yeah, there is a yeah. touch of Adrian Charles. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that though. And you know, he, he's, he's re- I really like what he's done with his career. You know, done loads and disappeared. Great. Hopefully, I'll turn out <laughs> yeah, like him. Yeah. You also have that just general negative disposition, like oh. the ability to oh, just bring everything down like that. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Yeah, okay. We're doing another baffled recording, are we? All right. You look like a little bit of a mix of Kevin De Bruyne and a Tic Tac. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I used to get um, I See Dead People Boy, Haley Joel Osmond, quite a lot when I was younger. Uh, and you're a little mix of Ed Sheeran and the man from Up. The man from Up. Yep. Agreed. What, the little bloated kid? Yeah. No, no, the old oh, man. Oh, the old man. Well, the glasses are quite square. So, so I have glasses there. I just don't understand why Charlie Chaplin has entered this. I don't know. It? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he was notably erratic. Eccentric as well. Yes. Also as well, you, I don't think he's what, like wildly ridiculous for a ridiculous person to go and do. Like It's very sort of Jim Carrey vibes. I'd imagine Jim yeah. Carrey going to do something like this. Well, look like me, is there an LA? I'm going to enter. It's a bit like eccentric. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. When is the first Connor Knight lookalike competition being held? <laughs> well, when baffled, it's worldwide. You never know. You know? Yeah. Probably then. I, bought, I, I reckon there's an event coming up that yeah. I, might, I might run myself. You know who's coming on number one? Huh? You know who's coming number one? Who? Adrian Charles. I don't know where he is. I think he's disappeared, but anyway. He's busy prepping for a Connor Knight lookalike competition. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. Right, this is one that might freak you out. Uh, the combined weight of all ants on Earth is about the same as the combined weight of all humans. Wow. Uh, now, I've slightly heard this before, and the maths of it never boggles my mind. Can you break it down? So, uh, on Earth, there's about 7.75 billion people. Yeah. Compare that Too to... Too many, the- if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, get ready for the number of ants there are. 10 quadrillion individual ants crawling around at any given time. You know so if that, you're not a fan of ants, probably should have turned off about that. The sad thing ago. is you don't actually know. They do not know how many ants there are. No, they employed someone to go and count They it. don't. It's the same person who does They the do not. Because even if you go to one little ant nest, there's no way you're counting one and not knowing that you haven't counted it again. Hey, hey, hey. 
you know, we've just had a fact about some guy in his own time entering his own lookalike competition. So there are people out there who are keen, mad keen to count all the This ants. is actually what Adrian Childs has gone and done now. <laughs> yeah. This is why he's been disappeared for ages. He went, I wonder how many ants are in the world. I'm not, I actually, I'm not dissing this fact. I think the fact's great. I'm just trying to work out in my head how the bloody hell you actually find out how many ants there are. I can't see how that is humanly I mean, possible. I don't think they exactly know. I don't think that it's exactly 10 Which is quadrillion. Exactly, right, that's, that's why know, it's that number. Therefore, it's around 10 quadrillion. But at that point, it, it's such a big number. It doesn't matter if you... A few out either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine quadrillion, ten quadrillion, something around the quadrillions. Yeah, it's a lot. I reckon they take a square metre of land, Yeah. see how many ants are in it. Then they take another square metre of land somewhere else, and they do that many, many times to get an average of how many ants there are. How can you even count in a square metre? What? You can't. You cannot count how many ants are in a square metre. They're too small and there's too many of them. You'd have to kill them. Look, scientists get paid for this Waste of time. Who done this? Was it Nottingham Look. University BA <laughs> honours or whatever? Adrian Childs, I think, is a bastion of prime broadcasting. I think he's brilliant. Why are we talking about Adrian Childs? When he was on the one show, then do you remember he made the big move over to Daybreak on ITV? Oh, we did, and then that didn't go down well. Didn't go down well. No. Uh, he's made some brilliant documentaries. He made one, which is on YouTube, about why he might give up drinking, which is fantastic. My only gripe with Adrian Childs, he can come off a bit negative. Yeah. Now, you there when you were talking about researching ants were very Adrian Charles. What's the point in it? What's, what's the point in this? Why is there no one's really doing that? Hold on. It's less of what's the point and more of I do not believe that they can do it. I mean, I don't think that they literally just go around and go one, two, right, three. Here we four. go. Oh, Question. have I got that one before? I don't know. Stop moving. Right. <laughs> so you get the square. What was it you said? Square foot? Well, I said square meter, but square whatever meter, you want. Right? Square meter, right? You sit there and you go, right, how many ants are in the square meter? Fair enough. They are tiny little pest of things. What's your yeah. problem with ants? Right, me off. Bit me to when I went camping last week, right? So you, you count... Yeah, you're not a camper. You, you count camper all the ants. All. You count all the ants. At what point do you yeah. go, we've counted all the ants? They're so small, there could be another hundred ants. Yeah, but you don't, they don't know just about. take one square metre and go, we're going to base everything upon it that. It is nonsense. As Dan says, you then go to another square, another one. It's the same as like when the studies come out. Like, what was the one we had last week? Like, 37% of Americans want to be dumb and happy. They don't ask every single American. They ask a general group of them that base that they then can base the rest of the population Yeah, but that's across. a study. We're talking about weight here. You know, another hundred ants could make a little difference, well, not much, but... Also, yes, but you, if you take a big enough sample of different things, then you can even all Look, you're asking... Out. I don't understand science enough, so but I don't think that's doable. Right, the key word in science is always this. Estimation. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll tell you what the key thing about science is, is if you're doing something that can't be done, just go, oh, I've done it with science, isn't it? Yeah. Just dismiss it. Right, my first fact of the show. The 21st of March, why is that an important day? Is it oh, it's, your mum's birthday? No, it is 17 days after when you think about whether cats and dogs have thumbs. No, it's Adrian Charles's birthday. I mean, it is, but that's not my fact. I just thought I'd bring that up. I just thought I'd reference that for oh, you, Oh, jeez. Um, right, first fact of the show is actually... <laughs> no. Clawing at it today, aren't we, lads? Well, that was going to be great, but Come on, boys. Cut the look. He's eating here. What? Red Bulls, That, that was going to be great, but you brought up... You did the callback to last week. If that was nice and quick, that would have worked. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Um... <laughs> After that, I've just seen what my actual fact is, which is a bit, bit, bit dark and depressing. To teach people not to drink, the American government would poison alcohol supplies. What do you reckon? My second fact? Now, oh, oh, yes. We'll just move on quickly. So they poison people to not drink, right? In 1920 to 1933, America famously had prohibition where you weren't really allowed to buy booze. 
in shops or in bars. So they, uh, a lot of people would make bootleg liquor, would make moonshine. The American government would spike this booze, a random sample of this booze, science word, sample, with quite lethal chemicals, uh, with um, cyanide, with poison, in order to scare people to never drink one. I think that we need to have an admin day, boys. I've been saying this for years. Because I, I feel like we all have very good facts. Great fact this. But what happens is we don't really talk about the rotation of facts. So we'll be, you know, Adrian yeah, Charles, ants, and then bang. Yeah, but you can't, right, you can't plan Adrian Charles. That just happened. And uh, Also, when we're talking about facts, like, you know, Charlie Chaplin won. Who died? Elephant won. How many uh, people died? Ants, but close. Ants, ants won. <laughs> I think elephants are a bit easier to The Federal Poisoning Programme, by some estimates, had killed 10,000 people. And who's being held accountable? No one. Mm. So they would do this. I read an interesting book about it recently, actually. It started in 1926. That was a great read. So this is six years into what the Americans called the Nobel Experiment, which was prohibition, was never going to work. They would, yes, spike random collections and selections of this bootlegged liquor to frighten people to not drink it because, well, you might be getting rat poison in there. So when, when, when you purchased this book then and sort of went to, what led you to that moment in your life? It was a chapter in another book. Right. It was a chapter in a book about... What was the book you were reading? It was a book about the year 1927. Are you on to 1928 yet? Or? It's an interesting year, actually. It was the first year that someone crossed the Atlantic mm. in, on, on a plane. Uh, Charles Lindbergh. Uh Babe Ruth had a fantastic baseball season against all the odds. So there you go. Yeah. And also, it was right in the slap bang in the middle of Prohibition. Next week, facts from 1928. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a sad fact, but I guess I can understand what their intentions were, which is a bit dark of me to say, but I can understand why they done it. I'll tell you what, mate. Very old school. I wouldn't need, you know, uh, the methanol or the strychnine in the drink. If someone, if they prohibitioned me that'd kill me off yeah dumb that'd kill me yep if i can't get my hard seltzers of an evening i'm ruined <laughs> out i'm ruined <laughs> straight away if i can't get my white claws i'm done you can't get your free for twos from tesco's Jesus, i'd be done mate. yeah i, I agree I'd be absolutely ruined yep connor give us your second fact of the show ralph loren's real name is ralph lifshitz <laughs> Well, I think it's look. He got it is Ralph Lauren. Didn't he? It is Ralph Lauren. Well, I think he's actually said that you pronounce another girl's name. Uh, no, so he, uh, I, Ralph Lauren. It sounds very common though, doesn't he it? He has said you pronounce another girl's name. Yeah, so I think that Ralph Lauren was always the name. Ralph Lauren was the middle name. He had like a double barrel name, or it was the middle name. But Lifshitz was the was final his last name. Yeah, and uh, Lifshitz. L I F S H I T Z. He chose to change the name you after would. he after he admitted. He endured years of teasing and bullying. See, what did I say? Absolutely got bullied at school for that. Which yeah. is which is cruel. Anytime you pick anything up, he's going to get mocked, isn't he? Well, we, I used to know a kid, um, uh, you know, nice guy. But his name was Harry Cox. Mm, that's not good. Which changed to Harry Cox. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be careful when you've got a surname like that. I didn't play a part in changing the name. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. No. But, but Ralph Lifshitz at school would have definitely got a, probably a bit of glue to the back of the head from me. Yeah, you can do that because I, I would imagine Lifshitz, he's from New York, I think. That's, I would imagine it's a Jewish name. Well, it'd be brilliant. Lifshitz sounds really Jewish. Like, oh, be like, well, Ralph lifted any shit today? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, straight away. Straight away. You, 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 you were not selling 
that, good quality brand clothing with lift shits. But that, this is the point. Is that a new lift shits bag there. Yeah, it's but, just not. It's just not happening, is it? Also, when you're young and you're thinking of that joke, you think you're being really smart, and you're not, are you? It's a sad name, though, isn't it? That is a. I. I. I'm in the top three names. That is really not fun. What's your worst name? Worst last name? That Harry, yeah, yeah it wasn't great. Harry Cox. That wasn't not. That was not nice. That was quite a hard one, you know. Well, they I, can't, were, I can't remember if I've told this story on the podcast before, but my mum originally, before she met my dad, wanted to give me the name uh, Richard, which of course is shortened to Dick. My surname, or well, my dad's surname, was Heads. Immediately, that goes out the window. <laughs> you cannot have a kid called that. Yeah, it would have been nominative determinism, though, wouldn't it? Did your mum and dad ever think of calling you Bart? No, no. Well, I was no. They weren't. The Simpsons wasn't tremendously known in 1990. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm a bloody legend. Connor oh, Knight. He's giving away showbiz age this year. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, Connor weird. Knight. It's just strong name. No, it's it's a it's a it's a bratty Essex name. It's it's, yeah. it's a good name, but I'm I I, I, I think I'm changing my name. This one day. is bad. There was a girl in my primary school, comrade. Um, I you know I was always very nice. There was a girl in my primary school called Mandy Bird, and um, people were mean to her, and they called her Manky Turd. It's tough, isn't it? You, you don't need a lot for kids to suddenly just call you something else. She we, made, she made, she made me stab myself. By the way, what, what, what? Just, I can't remember how it happened. I was holding a blue pencil, and I, you know, she kind of walked past, and I leant over for some reason, and I stabbed the pencil, and I still got a little blue ink mark. Nice facts. Mm. There you go. More facts for probably should wash by now. Your we had a kid at school who was called Lizzie because that was his mum's name, and his mum had accidentally written on a permission form <laughs> to where I said name, had wrote her own name, so therefore he handed it in. And kids don't forget it. No, <laughs> literally seven years he yeah. was called Lizzie. <laughs> I quite liked that. All it needs thing, for though. kids. It's not an insult. Like that's not your problem. No, it's just like, but it's it's just little things. That's all you need as a kid. Isn't My, it? I was eighteen and I had mates around to my house for one point. Um, this just, is the podcast now, by the way, guys. Yeah. Strap in. There's no I, more facts. No, no. I, I was 18 and I'd make sure to a party. I never used to have, have mates around, but I did this one time. My friend went to go to the toilet, opened the toilet, and my mum had locked the door. Now, I don't think he saw much, but obviously that still gets brought up. Yep. Always. And I'm, you know, old, much older than 18 now. And I've got a lot more to think about, but it's still brought up. Uh, anyway, what was the fact? Ralph Lauren's real name is Ralph Lifshitz. Yeah. I don't know, can you just laugh at someone's surname like that? Is that a fact? Damn right you can. I laughed when I read it out. I laughed when I saw it. I'm going to keep laughing about it. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Now, I'm not here for it, but there is a reason that pineapple works well on a pizza. Pineapple is a natural meat tenderizer because of the enzymes within it. Doesn't pineapple... <laughs> Strike yourself in. For... <laughs> should we go back to what we call kids at school? <laughs> yeah, should we go back to that Um... If you were thinking of turning off, this is a fact about meat, <laughs> meat tenderization. And we're not getting into pineapple on the pizza, good or bad. That's not what I'm here for. That's low quality content. Pineapple, it does burn you. The enzymes burn your mouth, don't they? Yeah. So uh, those who work in pineapple factories, pineapple processors have to wear protective gloves. They're on the dole, aren't they? Uh, wait, through there. It's a good joke. I like that. Can I prove? Uh, yeah, they have to wear protective gloves. Uh, otherwise, yeah, the enzymes start eating away at their skin. Um, leaving dry skin and small sores. It's just a really, really hard fact to speak about, isn't it? (laughs) Right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Well, I thought it would get into pineapple on pizza and immediately vetoed that. So to just sum up, the (laughs) enzymes in a pineapple tenderise your meat. That's why it works on a Hawaiian. I think that's quite good, though. Here's what you need to ask. Did they know that? 
Did they put it there for a reason? Oh no! It, I feel like that's luck more than judgment. This is um, it, it. They are. It is backward logic. Talking of, they want to do it, so they're thinking, right? Let's do it, and, and then they're thinking, oh, oh, people like this. Why is it good? Oh, I don't know something about meat tenderization. Talking of uh, meat and meat, meat, meat and uh, fruit. Talking it's, of what? Meat, 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 meat and fruit. It's actually led me to this. You're vegan. Sure. Have you ever done the watermelon? Grilled on the barbecue in replacement for steak trick. No, not done that. Apparently, that's the thing. Apparently, when you it, it creates the exact same um, texture as steak. Do I need to put pineapple to tenderize it though? Uh, no, I don't. Know. It depends on the amount of enzymes that that piece of pineapple has. Or Did- enzymes. <laughs> oh yeah, enzymes. Right, Did we ever end. do? Did we ever do the Nigels this year? We did that. We did the Runner Friday podcast about the Nigels, but did we ever do a ceremony? Well, you think you should no, be fact here? No, no ceremony. You no. Think you one down or. Well, all I'm saying, we've got this bloody nice studio now with cameras, and this was prime opportunity for us to wear our tuxes. No, we liked doing it on Zoom, mate, with the. Yeah, but it would have worked in here. Yeah, of course it would have, but we don't do that. We do it the other way around. And that, and you know what would have been the fact? Bingo, bango, bongo, pineapples tenderize meat. Because of the enzymes. (laughs) Right, second fact of the show. In 1909, an entire town in Kansas moved to run away from their debts. Ulysses in Kansas, it moved, uh, sorry, it was established in 1873. It moved three miles west because they had debt and they owed they owed the bank the land. So very simply, they picked all the buildings up and moved it west. Right. Okay, I was thinking this is a really bad fact. So I was thinking that the people just moved away from their debts. I was like, oh, people escaped debts. That's hey, not weird. That's no. They actually moved the buildings. No, what you're saying now is absolutely fantastic. They actually completely moved their Living space, housing, everything. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Picked so, up, picked up number four, Smith. Yeah, Road. the collateral for the loans was the land of the town itself. Because it's quite strange over in America. I don't know if you've seen that series, Shit's Creek. Like you can own towns. Yeah. So this town had a debt to a bank, uh, but the collateral was the land, not the buildings. So they picked up the buildings and moved them three miles west. They called that Ulysses, and the old town was called, wouldn't you know? Old Ulysses. I imagine tough job, picking up houses and moving them. Maybe houses Maybe. were lighter in those days. But when was this? Nineteen oh nine. Oh yeah, you see, I'm thinking, you know, five bed, semi, yeah. pool, garage. You get that excited? Maybe electrical garage door, few cars in it. Working out in my head how that works. What's but, the one thing you want in your dream house? It's a very good question. Thank I, you. I. I I would like to. I would like to be in a hot place where I have a pool. I like being in the pool. I like that. You mean it's and, not, and it's you not know, hot enough in Brentwood? Do you know what as well? Like a really, really nice pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Good God, one. You are setting your sights high. Yeah, and no, maybe a maybe a games room. Well, you know what you need on that. Three pizza. bathrooms. Three. Why three? Well, because obviously for me rotation throughout the day. Uh, uh yeah, king size. I, yeah, I, king I size did. Size. I asked for one thing. I'd like no, a shower get, as well. Home now. I'd like a shower with a remote where I can set the temperature before I enter. What you want with a shower? You want the multifunction. Do I want rainforest shower today? Yes, I do. And do you know what I've never had, actually? My mum and dad never bought one. Uh, the fridge where you have the water and ice in the... Pointless. I love that. Use the tap. Yeah, no, I like that, though, because I like ice. They never work either. Bit of that. Right, let's, let's move away from this now. I'm getting closer to asking if you want pineapple on your pizza or not. Double so fridge. Let's talk about this. Oh, and also, you know the wine racks that actually cool the wine? Is in a wine fridge? That's it. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of 
Well done. You got it in one. So, yeah, in 1909, so what's that, 113 years ago now? Mm. That's it. Just An just... entire town relocated three miles west. Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word, Chris submits a word, and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of Men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from just search for the A to Z of men. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. If you're enjoying the show, if you'd like to get in touch, if you've got a fact which you can share with us, if you'd like to buy some merch, we're getting into winter. If you'd like some nice thick socks, baffledpod.com. We would love to hear from you and we will say hello right here on the show. It's time for our last round of facts. Connor, take it away. Peter the Great imposed the beard tax. Tell me more. Peter the Great, we know who he is. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he was the great one, you know. Out of all the Peters, oh, basically the, greatest. the guy that brought Russia to the oh, modern age. Peter the Great. Peter the Great. Right. Okay. Did, I, did Essex kick in? No, 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 no. I just don't know a lot of Peters. He opposed the beard tax very simply on members of society who had facial hair. So if someone wanted to keep their facial hair, they simply had to pay for it. And I would imagine why? Because it's cold in Russia. Absolutely that. Uh, and after they made their deposit, they received a coin. And that coin said, tax paid. That's it. Can you grow a good beard? I'm growing a beard now. Yeah, yeah. For what purpose? Just thought I'll go for it a little bit. Not really a fan. Itchy. Yeah, you've got, you got to get through the itchy stage. Yeah, it was your, you've, had a, you've got a solid beard, you have. Yeah, I've had a beard for years. Thick. Mate. It's because if I take it off, I look like a 12-year-old. Mm. Sparky Marky. Richard Heads. Richard Heads, yeah. Mm. But yeah, beard tax. Makes sense, really. Did you get taxed different amounts depending on the length of your beards? No, it was just one flat fee. I did actually have to look into that. That would be better. That would be better, yeah. But one flat fee straight away, which you then get your coin that says tax paid. But then, you know, who's checking? Who's the job's worth? Well, you know where they need this? Shoreditch. Do you know what I think the people... Trendy East London. Do you know what I think the millions. modern day version is of the people that would check you for your beard coin? Tick inspectors. I think if, jobs you, worth. if you are, if you're calling yourself Peter the Great... Mm? If you're making a beard tax, yep. you're probably fastidious enough to find people to impose the rule and find people. Fastidious. Good word. Thank you very much. Mm. I would Use say it. word of the podcast. <laughs> we should start doing that. Uh, Mark, give us your last fact of the show. Yeah, let's lighten the podcast up even more. <laughs> Enzymes, word of the day. Great. Let me ask you this question, Connor, because you yeah. haven't been asked enough about theoretical things. If you're going to create your own country, you need a flag, right? What mm. colour are you going to stick on your flag to make it nice and unique? Pink. Pink. Good Very sort of baffled logo pink. Well, he's going to put the baffled logo on a flag. And then I'd have 
maybe dots all over it. And then a pizza, then a pizza oven, and a pizza yeah, and, and every dot, toilets and a every room. every dot is a different color. Yeah, and then a crown. Why are we asking him this preposterous question? Because there are only two countries in the world that use purple in their national flag. So if you ever want to create a unique one, purple is your way forward. Bhutan. Not one of them. I'm not going to list them all. Iran. Uh, It is Nicaragua uh, because it has a rainbow in the center. Great. Uh, And also the flag of Dominica because it has a a Sisuru parrot, which is a bird with purple Hold on, that first place, where's that? Nicaragua. Never even heard of it. It's in South America. How do you even spell that? Nick. Yeah, it's kind of central, isn't it, really? Nicaragua, there we go. Central America. Got it. Never heard of that before. I I like the the triangle ones. There's that cool triangle flag, which is like three triangles. Yes. Love it. It's the only flag that isn't a rectangle shape. Is is Uh, it the only one? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Also, Belize uses the most colours of anyone in their flag. They use 12. Where's the purple in? Ah, is it round the circle on that Nicaragua flag? Uh, Yeah. Belize uses the most colours. Yeah, 12. That's a lot, isn't it? It's too many. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the English flag... Imagine the print costs the Saint, on that. The St. George's Cross does come up for a lot of flack. You know, in the modern era, it's, it, it's football hooligans or Brexit, really. Yeah. But it is boring. It is really dull. And they nicked it, didn't they? Haven't we heard that before? Uh, we've got yeah, two flags, haven't we? Yeah, well, the, the United Kingdom have the Union flag. Yeah. And we've got the St. George's Cross. Wasn't it... Didn't we put it on our ships when we wanted to sneak past Malta? Mm. I think we've had that fact before. Quite possibly. Uh, also, just as a bonus fact, there are also two country flags that contain pink. Newfoundland and Espirito Santo. Newfoundland, that's not a country. New what? Not having New, it's Newfoundland. Newfoundland's not a country. They might have their flag. Right, last fact of the show goes to me. Nice and quick. If you believe yourself to be a cow, you're suffering from boanthropy. People have it. They believe they're cows. They wander around nibbling grass. Do they moo? I don't know. They move quickly. What do you, what do you say about boanthropy? Sorry, mate. I, I'm still looking at Newfoundland. This All I've got is a breed your, of dog. This is up your street. Boanthropy is yeah. a psychological disorder in which a human believes themselves to be a bovine. Nepokandazar in the Bible was humbled by God uh, because he was bra- bragging about his achievements. So God said, you know what? You're going to be an ox for seven years if ever I've tuned out of a fact and come back <laughs> this is the one that I, I wish I had an ad I have no idea what you're talking about if who's you, come back as an ox if you think you're a cow you're suffering from boanthropy right. people have it they wander around on all fours eating grass what do you think about them well, it's, like, it's like the guy that went on Good Morning Britain and said he was a broccoli <laughs> <laughs> that's something I'm YouTube I think that, that was the one Adrian Charles was on yeah dressed up as a broccoli and said oh, I am a broccoli what have we learned this week well in Russia, if you want to keep warm by covering your face with hair, you might have to pay some dollar for that. Also, you can move an entire town, and there is an added element to the age-old, slightly dull, uh, should you have pineapple on your pizza debate, 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 um, apparently because it tenderizes your meat. Thank you very much, Mark. Say goodbye, Connor. Scratching my beard. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was the sound of skin on skin. Baffled does ASMR. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye! I like a bit of ASMR. See you later. Bye. I'm leaving. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.